Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you will enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Hello, and welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Lita. Welcome, everyone. Today's podcast is entitled, It's About Time. And it's about time. It's about time (laughs) we did time. As you'll see, time is woven into all the things we've already spoken in our podcast about, our conversations. And we've talked about the nine palaces in our last podcast and how important it is to find balance in them in our lives. So what's the most important factor in balancing all of these palaces? Relationship, career, our kids, creativity, our home, our wisdom, our health. Drum roll. Ring. Time. Time. <laughs> I never knew time was such a big issue, especially for me until uh, years ago, I had my first coaching session with Jay and she pointed out all of the bad habits that she always called stuffing. Stuffing and not the kind you get at Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different kind of stuffing and we're all guilty of doing it on some degree. It's We really don't have much choice and you'll see why as we unravel this episode is because we just don't have a lot of time. And we're obsessed with putting stuff stuffing stuff into every minute of every second of every day because we have no time to do it. It's like the turducken, which is the turkey shoved into the duck, which is shoved into the chicken. (laughs) You just keep shoving and shoving and shoving. (laughs) Sorry, all you vegetarians out there uh, with the turducken thing. So, you know, today we're going to talk about how important time management is to uh, your ability to self-cultivate, which is really the theme of a lot of the things we're talking about is how to make your life more meaningful, more happier, more joyful, more loving. And you have to self-manage your time. Yeah. And there are so many wasters of time out there. I mean, basically from the time you open your eyes to the time you close them, someone or something is going to try to steal your attention and it's never ending. It never ends. They're time suckers, as I like to call them. They're everywhere. It's one of the biggest thing I do in my sessions with people is they just don't understand how time can slip away. And as we talk, like we're going to talk today in this conversation, for me, I think time is more valuable than anything on this planet. I mean, I would argue love, like in some cases, but even love, if you have no time to go be with your loved ones. Correct. Then then you don't have love. It is about (laughs) spending time with each other. How's that? Spending time with each other. Yeah, spending time with each other. More time with each other. Uh, but I think time, and we'll add love, asterisk love, <laughs> well, uh, is more valuable than gold, silver, dollars, real estate, stocks, bonds, you know, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> they're all pale in comparison with time. So the amount of time you get for this lifetime and how you spend it is what we're going to talk about today. So I was telling Lita today, we have 1,440 minutes every day. And she's like, what? Really? <laughs> I mean, yes, that's it our seems little like a lot, but it's, it's, it's not. Goes by in a explain blink. why it's not. <laughs> so waste not, want not. So if you spend all of your day dreaming without actually doing anything, what, what, where does that get you? Are you just wasting all these minutes that you get, all these hours that you get? You know, we everyone has the same twenty four hours every day. Well, unless 
dreaming is what makes you truly happy, then yes. maybe that's not a waste of time at all. <laughs> then you can go for it. Yes. And one of the things we're also going to talk about is uh, the FOMO. Lita, what is FOMO? Fear of missing out. Very missing One of my out. big problems. Yes. And it's, <laughs> it's rampant in the society right now. It's throughout the world. Anywhere there's smartphones, uh, there's FOMO. So we're going to talk about that later and give you a couple tips on how you can maybe combat that a little bit. And I just want to go back to our first episode when we talked about the willingness to change. And, yes. you know, we said one of the things about this podcast is, you know, people listening, you know, hopefully you're okay with change, but change is work. And I can say that five times, you know, change is work, change is work, change is work, et cetera. I like to say it as you're replacing bad habits with good habits. And that's the change. Yeah. And if you want a better life, then you'll need to do something about it. And you need to do more than just think about it. You have to take action. So again, inspired action. Mind, desire to change, <laughs> transformation, all these things. Yes. So and first comes the inspiration that we talk about. So why, if you don't have to change, why would you want to change? You know, from inspiration, you get goals and desires. And, you know, even though change is hard work, work can also be easy. And yeah. every, everything can be easy. It's it's really a mindset. Well, that's part of the alchemy as well. Yeah. Everything's we're, easy. And actually, we're going to introduce that concept coming soon. But before we do that, let's uh, let's talk about some time-stealing ideas. Well, yeah. Okay, so if you have every day a battle going on, a war against time, and people are trying to steal your time away from the moment you wake up to the moment you go back to sleep, even if you don't sleep all through the night, you're still getting people or apps or different things trying to get your attention. So what I'd like to do is we're going to break down what I do with people is break down an average a day. So what I'd like to have you do is break this down according to your life to see what your day looks like. It's not part of your homework because we can have a ton of homework later, but this is something to kind of do to give you a, a, a guidepost of where you are in your life. So, okay, so everyone has 24 hours a day. Again, 1,440 minutes every single day. You can decide every day, every hour, every minute how you want to spend your time. Time should be like gold or better yet, oxygen. Always wanting more, more, more. Can't live without oxygen, can you? You'll start choking. You'll start pretty much passing out. You'll just be like dead. You'll die. <laughs> you'll die, right. Okay, so let's begin. You have, I'm gonna, these are just kind of like guidelines that you can adjust accordingly. So let's just say in a perfect world, we put in eight hours for you to sleep. Take the eight hours. It's yours to sleep. Now, Lita, do you get eight hours of sleep a night? I wish. I mean, I love getting eight hours, but there's many nights I sleep six or seven. Yeah. Okay. So for this purposes, eight hours, take it. Then you get 30 minutes for meditation or quiet time throughout the day. That could be 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, or 30 minutes in one session. So this is a really hard concept for many people, but with a little effort and a little practice, you'll certainly you'll really learn to love these 30 minutes. And I've I've done this in many different ways over the years. And there's been times where meditation's come into my life and then gone out of my life. And I have to really say emphatically that when it's in my life, I'm calmer. Yeah. I have less anxiety. So we're going to talk a lot about meditation going forward. And we're going to actually have some meditations that we're going to offer people. Uh, through our website eventually. So we might have something in the show notes. We're not sure yeah. if we'll have it ready yet. Yep. Okay, so let's go. So um, the next thing I put in was 60 minutes a day 
for in the bathroom for the whole day. So that showering, grooming, pooping, pooping and, and peeing. peeing. Yes. <laughs> Various other <laughs> bathroom duties. I'm, so I'm being a little generous, but you get an hour throughout the whole day to get your business done. <laughs> okay. So then I put in one hour of exercise. So that could be stretching, moving. Uh, again, you need to put in what you like to do, whether it's running, whether it's you know, uh, walking the dog, hiking, walking the dog, Tai Chi, Qigong, dancing, whatever it is, you get one full hour every day. You can break it up however you want. So then you get two and a half hours for eating. Okay. So that's 30 minutes for breakfast, one hour for lunch, one hour for dinner. And that includes cooking. Yep. And that includes Which cooking. Which could so, take a big chunk of that. Yep. So 2.5, you got to keep the engine running. You got to keep putting fuel in your body. Two and a half hours every day should be for that. Then I put in eight hours of work. And the goal here is actually to work less. I know a lot of people work more than eight hours a day, but let's go with the traditional eight-hour work day. And hopefully you're not putting 10 or 12 hours in. I mean, the goal is to work smarter, not yes, harder. That's I mean, that's one of our big themes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and on top of that eight hours of work, I put in two hours for a commute. Now, this could vary for people. Most people don't. And that's each... That's for both ways. So one hour in, one hour out. So if you don't have a one or two hour commute, that's where we'll steal some time back. Um, so Lita, what do you think about commuting? Two hours fair? Yeah, but I really should say when we finally add up these hours, we're going to talk about oh, yeah. commuting again because I have a lot to say about that. But okay. go ahead. <laughs> so we're gonna, we'll look at the basics. Sleep eight hours, one hour in the bathroom, two hour commute, eight hours for work, two and a half hours every day to eat, one hour for exercise, 30 minutes for meditation. It sounds reasonable. I mean, okay. that's a pretty normal so, like life. Right. Maybe some people don't meditate. Okay, so but... that's 23 hours later. Whoa. That's You get one hour left to do, oh hmm, I don't know, almost anything else you possibly wanted to. How do I fit everything <laughs> okay. in yeah. to one hour? That's not even cleaning or childcare or errands. I just ran out of time. I would have just been over 24 hours. So we're in that 23 hours. Do we have time to watch TV, read a chapter or two of a book? Do you remember what those are? Actual oh books? Oh my God. No wonder we don't read anymore. Okay. How about making love, playing with your kids, writing that great novel, sleeping, taking a nap in the hammock, walking on the beach, working on that old car in the backyard, painting, craft, cards, talking on the phone, walking the dog. I thought of all the things that I used to do when I was younger when I was a kid, how about just hang out with people, sit on the Social. porch yeah, yeah, and, and have a drink and just hang out. And, and never mind the big one. How about some alone time with yourself? Oh my God, what a concept. Yeah, so self-cultivation self-cultivation can actually take a backseat to, I don't know, just about everything in a busy life. I find that's really true. I mean, I work really hard and to, to, to carve out time for myself is, is probably the hardest thing I do. Yeah, I think it is. And most people, they put themselves last. They put the kids, the dog, the partner, the parents, work, the boss, the neighbors, everybody before their own needs. It's no wonder so many people are miserable yeah. in their lives. Where's the fun? There's no time left for fun. Remember we talked <laughs> in the last episode how I asked people all the time, what are you doing for fun? And they just kind of stare at me like I'm like a freak. <laughs> I'm like, come on, where's the fun? Okay, so with that said, hopefully you're not feeling too depressed about how your life measured up to that. Maybe you carved some hours out when you start to do your list. So how, if you're in that 23, 24, 25, 26 hours in a day, 
which we don't have. Oh my God. We're now going at the negative numbers. How can we take time back? So where can we take some more time back? I think a lot of people don't sleep. Yeah. I think sleep it's a horrible a big, place right. to take it from. And exercise. Yeah. And like really meditation, all those things that we need the most is what gets cut first. A client came in yesterday and told me he literally sleeps four to five hours a night. Yeah. That's not going to hold up. Yeah. I mean, some people, there's like one in, I don't know what the actual number is, but let's just say a million you can probably get it by in four or five hours. But that's for most people, that is not going to fly. That's sleep deprivation. That's crankiness. We're going to talk about that in a minute. That's, that's all health. Well, know, one of the reasons why meditation's down. helpful is the same reason that sleep's helpful is in Chinese medicine, we think of like life basically is us being in resistance to a lot of things. And when we sleep, we yes. let go of all that resistance. Yes. And then like we wake up and we feel rejuvenated. And meditation is like a little bit of sleep during the day where you let go of that resistance. Yeah. So if you're not sleeping enough, you're, you're not giving yourself that chance to let go. Well, as we unravel these hours, we'll see that where and why you're not sleeping. And a lot of it has to do with smartphones now and tablets and computers. But before we jump ahead, okay, so sleep. You get maybe eight hours if you're lucky. Um, but like you just said, we need to get that sleep without interruptions. It's your beauty rest. It's your you beauty need it. rest. Yes, your beauty <laughs> sleep. See, your parents and your grandparents were right when they said yeah. that. So, um, and then work. You can actually see if you're working part-time, you might have a little bit of hours there. But if you're working full-time and you're working overtime, you really have to look at that as uh, an issue of concern. Because one of the things I didn't mention in the beginning of this is when we talked about the nine palaces, this uh, lack of time will interfere and disrupt all of your palaces. Yeah, that's why we decided to do this show right after we talked about the nine palaces. If we don't look at time, and time management, then we can't we can't solve our nine yeah. palaces problem. That's so it's about time. So okay, so then on the commute, if you don't have a long commute, you might be able to time shave some time back there, or you can also think about. I know this is not a this is kind of crazy concept, but change your job or change where you live. When I was uh, working in the in the corporate world, I consistently changed my location or changed my job to get closer to work. And, you know, I was raising a young child and I just didn't want to spend all that time in the car. And it was brilliant because I, I bought back two hours of my yeah, life. I never thought about definitely. it that way. Definitely. So, all right. So if you are at work for eight and you have a two hour commute, that's 10 hours of your day. That's all a big chunk that goes to, to work. To work. So one of the things you look at is if you get an hour for lunch and you get some break time, you know, maybe you can do, get a little short walk in or find something productive to do so you don't just squander that time staring at your phone or your tablet or getting sucked into some game or Instagram or whatever. Maybe take a walk without your phone or put it on the do not disturb or better yet, the airplane mode. So Maybe- if what you're saying is if you read a book at work or if you um, take a walk during lunch, then you're getting double time for right. that hour, you're right? Taking to, you, take, to take a little bit of time back to do some self-cultivation, yeah, yeah. some alone time, some, even if you actually have conversations with people, go ahead and try it and see if you can find someone. Social. That's right. Stuff. Find someone who's not stuffed into their phone, just staring at it. You know, they, you, you, that's a challenge as well. So that lunch hour at work becomes incredibly valuable yeah, to you. Because how long does it really take you to work? To eat at work, usually not long. Not long. Um, So if you find that you're, you know, staying in line waiting for your food for 20 minutes, you know, 
plan ahead, call ahead, do something to not let that steal those 20 minutes. Okay. So also the other thing I always tell people is not to check your personal emails during lunch because that just sucks. It takes away those precious few minutes. Also playing like Candy Crush, Woodward Friends, you know, people say, I only play for a couple minutes. Well, you can now see those minutes count. There's only 1,440 a day, yeah, right? <laughs> just a couple clicks. So instead of being like, don't do this, don't do that. Find out if you're aware of what your day looks like. Find out what the time-sucking habit is during the work time and decide if you want to replace the bad habits with good habits that maybe will be more meaningful in your life. You know, it's all about choice. It's only one minute at a time. You get 1,440 choices a day. I keep saying that over and over. (laughs) But, you know, be aware that the little things or the little distractions, they add up. This happens to me all the time. I was just, you know, just before we started this podcast, I was getting distracted by these little tiny things, things, little emails. I mean, it's amazing how much the time sucks away. And, And I have people who tell me every day, I only play for a few minutes a day. It's my time. And, you know, that's an app designer's dream come true. They have you. They have hooked you. They're just reeling you in a few minutes at a time. And that's really what their whole job is, to get people to spend more time in whatever app. Didn't you say there was, that you read about an article about um, how these app designers are are really, well, geared, uh, gearing their apps to... Yeah, gearing their apps to hook the consumer in more and more. And they want you just to be, the quality of life will go down in a human realm, but you're into the artificial realm or fake realm. I don't know what you call it. Virtual. There you go. You're online. You're on your phone. That's their job. And we think the iPhone is such a great uh, invention because it's really, you know, in a way, given us so many options we never had before. But what have we lost? A lot. And we're going to wrap that up in the bottom there. But of the show... If you are convinced that you need to play this game or do this email or social media, social media, it's okay. If that's, if you cannot live without it, fine, own up to it, do it, whatever. You're just going to be okay with that, but don't complain or say, I haven't written a novel. I haven't been going on this trip. I haven't, I don't have a great relationship. I don't even talk to my kids. I mean, there's all the things that you're losing out on. Choice. It's a choice. Yes. So the choices. So, you know, it's not about me getting up on a soapbox saying, don't, don't, don't. It's about you looking at your life and deciding what you want to do with these minutes. I think we all can listen to this and think it's logical. It makes sense. But to actually, Jay, I mean, to actually make the changes is really hard. It is hard. And it takes, again, it takes time, takes patience, it takes dedication. You have to want that transformation and you have to have a reason. You have to have a reason. And you, know, you have to find what your reason is. I remember one time you said, we were talking about this person we both know, we're both working with, you know, does it fill a void with them? Is it an emptiness? Are they just passing time because they don't want to face their own lives? Right. You know, that's what a lot of people have to uh, deal with. And I, I also have this thing that I came up with. It's called addicted to distraction. So we'll talk about that. I call it ATD. <laughs> which leads up to ADD. Okay, so I made that go. up. Oh, there you but go. I think it's so true. <laughs> so attention, addicted to a distraction, it, it just sucks all your attention. And we'll also talk about FOMO in a minute. But this, atten- this addiction to distraction, think about it. Yeah. You go on your phone, 
You look up the weather. I'm definitely addicted to Then you get an ad. Then you go to this. You go to Pinterest. Someone asks you a question. You run to Google. You go to Quora. You go to all these different things. You're just down the rabbit hole in like two seconds. You go out to dinner with people. You ask a question. Four people pull out their smartphones and uh, I got the answer. And it's pretty soon every single person at the table is on their phone. Now, there are some times when I think it's not a bad thing. Like, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of people go through tough times. You know, maybe they're getting a divorce or somebody died or whatever, and they go home and they binge on Netflix. Oh, we're going to talk about that too. <laughs> and I mean, I think that's an addiction, but it's also, you know, maybe life is so painful at that moment in time that's helping them get through it. I mean, that's better than drinking or, you know, shooting heroin is or it? something. I don't no, know. I don't know about shooting I don't heroin. know, oh but all be... I'm saying is that- Wow. I that's do, a big leap from Netflix to shooting heroin. I do think sometimes people need to give themselves a break <laughs> when they're having a super duper rough time. Yes. They just need to get through. I think everybody- I, I, I think everyone started that way for sure. We're like, oh, I just, you get to watch all my shows all at once in a weekend, get to watch a whole season in a weekend. And then time just goes by and then you get out of work on Friday, you watch TV all weekend and then it's Monday again. Wow. Is that really a good weekend? Most people probably would regret that. Um, I always say- not great for your relationships and- (laughs) Yes. And if you have no human contact with anyone in the world, you'd probably be pretty happy. You know, although your cats might be feeling neglected. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, cat people. I'm joking. Could be a dog. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, we're working on that a little bit. So, um, okay. So, if you're binging on TV, social media, Netflix, if you ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this? I wish I had more time to do blank. What would you then do? Pick something or would you keep doing these things? Like if you if you really wanted to, you know, go fishing with your buddies. Or, <laughs> Do you actually fish? I don't. <laughs> your father I grew does. up fishing. That's right. I your grew father up fishing. fishes. But, I know what you mean. Like how about the movies? Yeah, go to the movies, play with your kids or go see them in a game. Yes. I, mean, I, I, I remember- many, many people say they don't even get their kids watch their kids play sports I remember sports how hard it was for me to see my yeah. son in his soccer games. And then also people, if they're artists, art seems to drop by the wayside a lot for people. They used to say, I used to love to paint or draw or just do art in general. That's a big one that drops very easily. And social events are hard these days. You know, you don't have yes. time to go out to dinner or talk remember to your- date nights? Yeah, have know, a date. gone. Yeah. Um, and then you also have social engagements like, you know, the cousin, sister's aunt's wedding- or brother's baby's girlfriend's baby shower or wife's baby shower or whatever. You know, why, 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 why? Some of those you don't necessarily want to do. Like, why am I going to this event? That's that's what I'm just going to get to right now. The why, not the how. So this is something I want everyone to think about. Ask yourself why. If if you know, if people are constantly trying to get your attention, whether it's, you know, a, a virtual app or a game or something like that, or if it's actually a social event where you're not really that close to the person or you feel some kind of obligation like guilt or family restrictions, these are the things you need to start to take time back. And sometimes you just need to say no, you know, you maybe don't go no. to that wedding you don't want to go. <laughs> there is a reason why there's a, I will not attend box to be clicked off. Uh, on the RSVP. <laughs> on the RSVP, that's right. Yeah. You know, so it's about asking the question to yourself. And if you're, let me just go okay. into the really, you know, esoteric here. But in Chinese medicine, there's a poem that says, first you get an idea kind of from spirit, from your higher self. 
And then it becomes your intent. And then after a while, you start getting the will to make it happen. And then you start to think about, well, how would I do that? And then you get the how. So in the very beginning, you're getting why. You're getting from like some higher part of you, the why. What is really important in your life? And it's not till the very last thing that we need to ask the question, how? Yeah, I think that that is so true. And that's kind of also woven through all of these podcasts of why are we doing the things that we're doing? And if we ask that question, then we start applying the choices to decide, you know, how I'm going to spend my time better. Yes. Are you spending the time living and loving with the people you care about? That should be really what matters most, to have experiences in life surrounding yourself with people who love you and care about you and are joyful. Okay, that's fantastic. So the next thing we're going to talk about as we move through this, we're going at a very fast pace, is mindfulness. This is also another thing that I see all the time. So is, is it mindful if you're mindlessly doing emails, TV, multitasking. I I know people who will have the TV going, they'll have a tablet out, like an iPhone, an iPad, and they're also texting on their own phone at the same time. And probably talking to their kid in the background. Probably talking to the kid or a partner or something. So, I mean, that is this overload, this fear of missing out, the FOMO. We're going to talk about that at the very end. So my thing is I always ask people, what if you lost power? What if you had to unplug? Would you connect with people? And they always say yes. They're like, yeah, but I guess, you know, I mean, sure. So we have to disconnect to actually connect. To disconnect to connect. <laughs> you know, so we're in the middle of a time revolution. And I am, I want to lead the revolt. I'm sure there's other people out there doing it too. <laughs> the revolution. But take back what is truly ours. It's time. It's your time. It matters. Your sleep patterns are being altered. People are cranky, sleep deprived. They're just checking their phones. I I heard a thing once that most people check their phone anytime between 150 to five, 600 times a day. When we were in Hong Kong, um, we we were walking around the subway system and we were blown away. I'm sure this is true in every city in the world, but Hong Kong is really populated. It's congested and people, <laughs> it's very, people move in like large rows of it's people. It's a little different than here. And everybody was, they were like zombies yes. walking, trudging along, staring at their Hundreds phones. Hundreds at the same time. Nobody was trying to get anywhere yeah. very fast. Like in New York, people go somewhere. I don't see that as much. But They were just moving in mass along, all staring at the screens. It, it was, was really it was kind creepy. of scary. <laughs> it was really and creepy. And I'm sure it, that was a couple of years ago. I'm sure it's probably even worse by now, all over different places. And we were at uh, outside of um, an Apple store when the latest phone came out and the lines were, I've never seen lines like that before in my entire life. They had to have been waiting for hours and hours and there was just so many people and it was crazy. It it was like, and it wasn't even like a new, new, new iPhone. It was like the middle yeah, five or six it or was something. A minor you know, update, <laughs> regular one of the you know the every one every year one. Um, so as these addictions, dare I say that word, uh, start to come through and they start to affect our sleep on you know, a long term basis, it's not good on the body. It's not good on the immune system. Things start to go wonky. Lita already mentioned that in Chinese medicine, what happens when you get sleep deprived? 
Yeah. I mean, if, if you're sleep deprived, your body is in resistance a lot longer all day long. And resistance is, is what causes ill health. I mean, there's really nothing else. think resistance is futile. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, Star, yes. like Star Trek. Okay. The Borg. The but, Borg. Yeah. Word. So Maybe the Borg is our cell phones. <laughs> yeah. So it's, these are the, just some of the things that we're, we wanted to talk about. And I, I, let's just kind of look at some of the, the, the big, big time suckers. And well, I, I did a top three here. So let's talk about the top three leader. Number one, emails. Problem or no problem? These are what you need to ask yourself. So um, are you getting bogged down? Do you spend a lot of, I, I think it's the number one thing when I start to break down people's time, they just spend at least an hour to three hours every day on emails. Mm. How about you, Lita? What are you doing on emails? I think I, I, yeah, there are days I definitely spend more. I don't have a lot of time for email, luckily. So I probably spend an hour, but that's a lot. Yeah. I used to get really bogged down. Then I did some of these cool things that I had working on. And I think for me personally, it's made a big difference. And you know what? After you get out of this rut and you start to think about these emails, I'm like, I don't really care anymore. That's a whole new attitude. Like, oh I'm my just God, like, you don't care about that shirt that you love from your favorite I company? You don't care about all these different things. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I feel free. So what I came up with was I call the 626 rule. And this is a little extreme for people, but no emails before, I mean, after 6 p.m. or before 6 a.m. So it's a little 12 hour window. Wow. I know. And it's easy because you get home at six. I'm just using that time, whatever your time is. And then you just, you know, you have dinner, you hang out with your kids. You maybe find that little time to do something for yourself. And then you go to bed. And you know what? No checking your emails during those hours. And you know what? Don't check it in the middle of the night. Oh my God. The study recently came out that like 50% of the people check their emails during the middle of the night. Can you believe that? Get up to go to the bathroom to and check to, your email. Yeah. Oh my get God. up in the email and check it. So that also messes with your sleep. It's the, you know, the bright lights and the stimulation. It gets you thinking. A yeah. woman just told me that happened to her just in the middle of the night. Yeah. She, she read a horrible news story. I won't even tell you it was so awful. I mean. About somebody dying. And then, of course, she had bad nightmares yeah, what all are you night. Gonna do? I mean, <laughs> if you get up in the middle of the night and, and find out anything that President Trump has done, it's probably going to send you in a spiral. <laughs> or do you really know that all the Kardashians are pregnant at the same time? I'm like, oh my God, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> then you go to text a poor friend and they're like, really? You got to get me into this drama? So, all right. So <laughs> one good thing that I try to do is the 626 rule. So adjust it to you, start off slow. It's a little hard. The other thing you can also do is try to get one good email address for friends and family one junky email that you do for all your stores and promotions, and then you have your work email. So I know some people have like 15 different emails Jeez. and they get emails hundreds and hundreds a day. So if you have an email issue, that's one thing you could do. Try to eliminate all those junk emails, addresses. And then, okay, so for, here's a little part of your homework ahead of time. Every day for one week, I want you to delete five emails a day. Every day. Can you do that, Lita? I know I've already done it, but I know that you don't do it. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I promise I'll do Every it. Every day. I'll report next podcast. <laughs> now, they make it harder and harder to unsubscribe. So uh, start with the easy ones that say unsubscribe here. You know, I hate to unsubscribe and then you click on it and then it takes you a thing and it says put in your put in your email. Then you got to go back and see which email it was. It's hard. I've it's tried hard. it. Yeah. So uh, go start with the easy ones. And then the other good tip I have here is on your smartphone, only have your family and friends email. 
So don't have your work email and don't have the junk email. Only have the one that's really important to you. Okay, so you're going to reduce all those really crappy email addresses and you're going to start to delete off five a day. You can do more if you want, but five is pretty good. And then you can also, if if you're like, oh my God, I can't because of work, you can maybe have an assistant who can maybe screen some of your emails, prioritize, anything to get you not sucked in on the ones that are not important. And you could also make a rule. I'm not going to do any emails until I do X, Y, and Z every day, which could be great for running, meditation, Tai Chi, any of those things. Do That's kind of what I do personally is get all my self-cultivation stuff. And then I open my computer. Yeah. I've really noticed that if I decide to, oh, I got to do that email really quick and then I'll go meditate. Yeah. It's not, down a the good, rabbit hole. it's not a great strategy. Yeah. And I often don't get back to the thing that matters most to me, which is some self-cultivation time. Self-cultivation. So don't let email run your eye. You can replace it with things we talked about. Find out, ask yourself, what is your passion If you don't have a passion right now, what was your passion before social media? Okay. So try to pick up something that you're really into. Do it in the morning. You're going to replace old habits with new habits. Here's another thing. You can have a conversation with someone in the house. See if you can get someone to do it with you. Say, hey, I'm doing this really cool thing. Do it with me. Maybe you'll get one of your kids. Maybe you'll get your partner, maybe a neighbor, maybe a friend. The more people you can get on this, this crazy bandwagon, the better. And I was just thinking, you know, sometimes there are things you want to do on the computer, like maybe you have a Kindle and you want to read a book, or maybe you want to do writing. That's the thing you're passionate about, and you want to use your computer. So I find there's a struggle with all those emails popping up while I'm doing this yes. personal thing for myself on the computer. What, what do we do right, about so that? So what you can do, what I suggest on that is, A, number one, turn off your Wi-Fi, and yeah. then your emails can't come in. Yeah. There's also devices that you can, there's apps, not devices, there's apps that you can put on that will time you and also block different things coming in. So yeah. there's, if you just Google time blocking apps, yeah. a lot will come up. Yeah. I, ha- I had some in the beginning. I don't need them anymore. Maybe but, we can put them in the show notes. Yeah, how about I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah. That's a great idea. So again, a couple of things you could do. If you find this extra time, you could do, you know, I, I wrote here, have a cup of tea and a coffee and a blank page. Okay, so what I wanted you to say, what I wanted to say about that is write down what's going on in your head. Write what were your thoughts, emotions, things you're grateful for. There's so many ways to journal out there. You could just also Google that and see, and you just pick one. So in the beginning, you might just be writing gobbledygook. Who cares? You'll get your clarity back. I promise you stick with it over time. You'll start to have your own thoughts again. I like when you said that when you cut out uh, media in the morning and just started thinking, you started having original yes. thoughts again. It took about a week to cut through the fog. And then after that, I started, and I was not severely into it. I was like mildly, but wow, I, it took a while. And it's been like three months now. And you said your mind kept wanting to create news yeah, events. Yeah, in the beginning, and- I was kind of like making up news events. So trying to remember old news events. It was really... It was really interesting. Uh, so it really was an addiction. It was an addiction, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, uh, like I said, I wasn't severely addicted, but I definitely had some issues going on. And I couldn't think, I couldn't, um, I was letting other things 
rule me. Like you were mentioned in the first episode about being a little boat in the ocean. Yeah. That's kind of how social media yeah. can be. Yep. You know, you being pushed around from thing to thing, to Twitter, yes. to Facebook, yes. to Instagram, to Pinterest, to Snapchat, to I can keep going down the you list. You don't have a rudder for that boat or you're not yeah. sailing so in a particular direction. Rudders. We're giving you the sails and the rudders. So, all right. So again, steal back a few minutes. Those are the things you can do those minutes if you have that issue with email. So the number two big time suck is news. Whether it's real news or fake news, it still sucks your time. <laughs> okay, so if you're constantly feeding yourself with junk news, entertainment, you know, again, I'll pick on the Kardashians, you know, what they're wearing, what they're doing. You know, if you're feeding yourself with that, you're going to be sick. You're going or to be politics. Unhealthy. I mean, yeah. not only is it sucking your time, but you're probably pissed off about oh it. Oh my no God. what side you're on. Like, if you start to even <laughs> go down the politics or the current affairs of the state of the whole planet, I guess, it'll drive you nuts. So you have to think, what is the time management on that? And those things will affect your sleep. You have to unwind. You have to start a process of, if you're truly addicted to news and the fear of missing out or not knowing, having to know everything all the time, that's the instant gratification of the social media that we have now, which is something new. You know, I had a really bad addiction to Rachel after the election. I just yeah. couldn't oh, not yeah. watch Rachel. Uh, her and ratings it was, up. For sure, she became the number one show in that time slot because people were freaking out. And it, I, I was afraid not to watch. I would miss something, something really important. So I actually had to stop. And I love Rachel. I actually know her personally. And okay, I so I remember, would, I don't. You know, I love the show. I, okay, so but I can't have the, that in my the, life. <laughs> the, the app designers make it so you stay and stay and stay. Well, also news departments in TV entertainment. Their their job is to get you to watch the show. The headlines across the bottom. The 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 alluring questions. You know, the headline tease. Those are all to get you to you know have some fear, and you have to know how, how it's going to go. You know, like they used to have this joke that said the the news channel, the local news, major storm hurricane coming, but in your area, tune in at 11. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that means you're tuning in at 11. Okay, you're not going to be like, "Mm, I'm going to bed. My hurricane might come, I don't know. So those are the kind of things. They're kind of hooked to get you to pay attention. They tap into our paranoia. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, again, pop culture, 24-hour news, smartphones, tablets, computers, our TVs, they're all just kind of sucking in. And now I've noticed, like, even almost every app has some kind of a news connection, whether it's a headline or an ad or a tease. It's actually really hard not to watch the news Correct. because if you're doing Correct. Facebook, the news is popping up all over the place. So yes, and that's that fear of missing out, the FOMO, it's epidemic. And so once you realize that, you know what, you can stop and the world is not going to end, guess what? That's freedom. Yeah. You know, I always say this funny little meme that I saw. It was a guy, and he's really buff, and he had this sad look on his face. And he's like, I forgot to post my workout on Facebook, and now it's meaningless. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so think about which, that. If he doesn't uh, get the validation of the social media, it's meaningless. It's, it's <laughs> it makes, ridiculous. It's that, completely ridiculous. So, but that is the basis of Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Yeah. You know, you, you're looking for the thumbs up and the likes and the smileys and the kisses and whatever you get when you put something up. Yeah. Or take it on the flip side if you don't get them. Yeah. You know, that's the other side of bad side of social media. And social media is our number three time suck. 
Yes. Social yeah. media is number three. So you can kind of, it's a all encompassing, but you will know if you have a social media addiction. If you're checking your Instagram at 6 a.m. before you meditate or how about give your partner a kiss or walk the dog or if you're, if you're flipping through Facebook while you're walking the dog, seeing if someone responded, see if someone gave you a thumbs up. These are all big warning signs, red flags that you need to look at that. Or how about you can't go out to dinner without putting your uh, phone on the table and constantly checking it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a big one. Yes. I'll give you a quick thing to do. If you go out with people and you feel like you're not getting everyone's attention, you put everyone's phone in a pile and you say, okay, first person who touches their phone has to pay for dinner. Oh, people that have gotten so me. pissed at me when I do that. They're like, no effing way. But it works. Okay. Try it. See what happens. You'll see who's got a social media addiction really fast if you do that trick. Um, so anyway, so if you think that's a social media thing, think about the things we talked about and what would you do at that time? What did you do at that time before we got sucked into these smartphones? So let's have some concrete steps, some homework, some tips for people to yes. start. Okay, so wait, almost. So number four. Are you you going to go add two more? Okay. okay. Number, number four. four. Really quick, binge TV watching. It's a real thing. Yeah. So like binge eating, binge drinking, <laughs> binge Netflix. <laughs> so if you go from a Friday night and you wake up Sunday night or Monday morning and all you've done is on that couch and watch TV, you have lost that time. You are never getting it back. Because really, if if you've only got one hour left a day during the week, your weekend time is the most precious yes, time most of your precious. entire week. Yes. And would and why do you think Netflix made it so easy? Why do you think they let you watch the whole season at once or two seasons or three seasons? So you'll keep watching. So you keep watching. <laughs> so you're not on Twitter or Facebook if you're watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's why they made it so easy. Right. So they're tr- competing against they're competing. social media or they're totally. competing for And now time. they're making their own movies. They're making their own TV shows. They're, they're, not, they're not stupid. They're really trying to get you to focus on them. So that's one of the distractions again. So number five, fear of missing out. We talked about this all the time. It's FOMO. You know, it's the news overload, the emails, social media, the, net, the Netflixaholic, as I call it. You don't want to miss anything. You don't want to miss anything. Yeah. So if you feel like you have this FOMO. Again, think about what we're talking about, self-cultivation, time to really, you know, take time for yourself and your family. Stick with it. It takes a few days, almost a week to get through the fog. So I'm going to do some really quick homework here because we're running a little bit tight on time. All right. So where should you stop? I think we'll, Lita, we'll talk about since we were kind of teasing you a little bit. Every day for one day, delete five junk emails subscriptions on your emails a day, every day. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, Only have the most important email on your smartphone. The rest go to your computer. So you have to consciously make an effort to go on the computer. I think for me, that was the big break, the big link, because I had my phone and it wasn't going crazy with emails every two seconds. So that was a big thing. All right, so here's the one that always gets everybody. No media in the bedroom or the bathroom. Put (laughs) it in the hallway, put it in the kitchen, put it downstairs. Keep it out of the... If it's in the bathroom, when you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you're going to... You, there's the tease. There's the temptation. Yeah. Yeah. So all... I like to have all electronics out of the bedroom, meaning TV, VCR, everything. But that's a little extreme. But if you can graduate to that, that's even better. And that comes to the next one. Get a new clock. Find your old clock. We've made it. Check it up before smartphones. I hear it. Every single person, they say they use their phone for a clock. Everyone says that. No. Go back to the old clock. 
get an old school clock. I'm going to list in the show notes a link of three or four old school clocks that you can put in your room and then you can break that chain of that phone to waking you up in the morning. Okay, but they have this new clock and it's it simulates sunlight. And it's really cool, especially for people with like SADS or, you know, like seasonal affected. All right, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great. And then one more, um, you could turn your vibrate on your phone and you say, oh, why is that? I've had that on. Turn it on or off? Turn your vibrate off. Oh. Because when you're sitting there and you hear, "Eh, eh," I call it the Pavlos dog syndrome. What do you do when you hear that beat, that vibrate? You need to know. You twitch. You start to twitch. (laughs) So if you turn it off, then you get to decide when you're going to check your phone. Okay, that's a little bit advanced strategy, but believe me, you're going to get there really soon. And then one of my last thing, second to last thing, is to ask your inner circle to call you if there's an emergency, not text. Use a landline even better, but have them call you in the middle of the night, not oh, text. That's a great idea. You know, and then you can know if the and phone you don't doesn't have to worry. Ring. That's right, if you don't have to do that. And then let's not forget about the 626 rule. No emails. If you can do no social media, that would be great. Or no computer or no anything from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Again, a little more advanced, but the goal is to get 10 to 12 hours every day of no media. Wow. That would be great. As I end right now, because I just could talk all day about this, use your smartphone for smart things. Calling, texting, maps, just the little things. Yeah. You don't need them for every single thing. We might have to do another show on this because I have so many things I want to talk about, but I'm gonna, we're going to just stop right here. Take back what is yours. Take back the time. Take back your 1,440 minutes every day. Every day is a new day. Don't let time fly right by you. All right. Thank you. you. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. You can follow our Inspired Actions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and really appreciate your input. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hug the dog. 